There he is. Oh, and he's gone. Oh. Well, oh, and he's back. He's back. Muting. You locked my muting. It took me took the controls away from me. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 261 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon. And with me, as always, worth trading up all the way for most awesome. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. You got I'm, it, no, I'm no first round reach, right? No, not I mean, at all. Yeah. No, first round probably. steal. Ooh. Yeah, that you're you're on my I'm a, I'm no bust. You're no you're bust. like the like five star high school recruit makes it all the way through college, goes in there top flight top ten pick. That's you, B. Yeah, I think maybe like not sure if he was gonna go pro, but just such a valuable role player, such a locker room guy. Like they want Brandana to be a part of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're a hustle player. For you're sure. pure talent. Oh, I'm pure talent. You're pure, you're talent. pure hustle together. Yeah. We come together and forge a beautiful synergy in Map Sports Podcast. Oh man, I get my eyes off these terrible Lakers, bro. Oh, I'm not even watching the game. Is it bad? Uh, no, they're just down by 11. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of, I kind of liked him in this game with no John Morant. Yeah. Uh, well, it's let's a, not act like we a... don't have a dynamite pod here i'm wasting with the lake i'm all like casual just like we're not recording right now and not in the middle of podcast you just... you very much had like i have <laughs> two bills on the lakers right now energy exactly exactly what's happening i'll try to distract you. well i mean we got an awesome pod and we'll get into the rundown right now um but we have two special guests that are going to join us today we have jim and joe both friends of the pod we have the original guests and probably the most repeat mm-hmm. guests that we've had mm-hmm. uh yep. joe popping on here gonna talk the NFL draft, um, of course, Jim on time. Joe, of course, late. No surprise there. Talking to Jim a little bit real fast before we jump into the rundown. Uh, he wanted to join us for join us last year for the NFL draft pod, which is what you guys have in store for this episode 261. Uh, gave him the opportunity to get back on this one. He canceled everything. He was like, get me on there. I got to do it. I got to be. He was updating us about his picks from last year. Uh, remind us real fast, Jim, what is it about the draft that you love so much? Because you're not a big college football watcher. But that doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, I, I I think that if I was a big college football watcher, it would be less enjoyable. Um, and and as a big college basketball watcher, it annoys me when the NBA draft comes around and everybody's just finding out who these players are. So I'm sure that's annoying for college, you know, fans. But I, I enjoy uh, kind of digging in, um, finding out, you know, what everybody thinks about it, then watching. Uh, a little bit of tape on my own, <laughs> crunch tape. Yeah, that's not that's not what they call it anymore. Um, and 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 you know, just based on you know, I played a lot um, when I was young, and and so wide receivers and corners are always like my thing because that was the one I played the most. And um, you know, just uh, here here's the truth. Here's the real truth. The Ooh, truth is, is that All I right, like drop I, a bomb like, on us. I like to catch up and then order to talk shit with other people who are clearly making the wrong decisions about yeah. what the people should draft. I like to, yeah, I like to study up so then I can get snotty. That's that's what I really like about it. <laughs> Got it. So it comes from a place of a passion and that's just talking shit on other people. I like it. So <laughs> if there's just an opportunity to 
But right now, so do you usually find that your kind of your instincts on your opinion, do you go to one source and just kind of get the breakdown of everything that's going on with all the players? Do you kind of sniff out like what people are really liking and just try to zag on it? Like, how do you approach it just from step one, right before we're getting up to the draft? I would say step one is that I follow a couple um, forums, you know, Reddit type forums and see what, what people are talking about there. See what people are talking about on my Chiefs homepage forum. They're always wrong. Um, but in a, I have people that I follow that I kind of trust and then people that I follow that are always terrible. Um, this year was very shocking uh, because Mel Kuyper, who's usually terrible, dropped a mock and it was shockingly good um, to the point that I'm, I'm convinced that he's farming out the the actual work to, you know, some intern now. <laughs> so like, it, but I, 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 get, I follow a few different people and, and then just kind of compare them all. And then at the very end of it, I watch the clips and formulate my own opinions. So, well, I don't want to get into the players yet, but yeah, yeah. that's basically how what do you think? Go. Like we've, we've seen a lot of like grades, like immediately after the draft, what do you think is like the best, most accurate time frame to like truly assess a draft? Cause we know like some of them are in, incomplete. Some of these first rounders were, sensibly have like a red shirt year where they don't really see the field that much. So like in your mind, like what's the time frame to give like an accurate assessment of how well a team is drafted, how well a player is panned out versus, you know, comparison. What, what's your kind of feeling on that, Jim? Um, I would say four years. Yeah. Just off the top of my head, because then you can see who didn't pick up the fifth year option for, for a couple of players. And that kind of, you know, okay. It, a year ago, if you're saying, did were the Chiefs right in picking CEH? Mm-hmm. Um, there might be still some question there. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. If he's with the team at the beginning of the season, I'll actually be kind of shocked. And like, okay, now I know. Now I know. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who we chose over T. Higgins, um, <laughs> not a good pick. <laughs> not a good right. pick. And, you know, especially with who was available, too, even as a running back. Um, and and that fifth year option is a real like is a real I think is a good way to kind of set a line of demarcation of like all right we we made a mistake or something's just not clicking or it's not working out or maybe there was a change in in head coaches but yeah that fifth year option because you have to pay them in the what top ten of their position in that fifth year or something like that I, I feel like it's not quite a franchise tag but. There's a there's a steeper penny to pay on that fifth year option than just you know a continuation of the uh, a continuation of the salary. So if you're if if you hadn't hit it in four years with the team, then you know that fifth year is the the biggest kind of mile marker that hey this isn't working out. And Clyde Edwards Alaire, but is probably the best example of that for the Chiefs. Lions have had plenty of those. We just traded Jeff Akuda, uh for I think a fifth round pick. So with the Lions, so. Yeah, you know who did pick that. up their you know what fifth year option did get picked up? Ooh. After 260 episodes. Exactly oh! going into the sixth year option. <laughs> MAB Sports Podcast, guys. We got a jam-packed episode 261. We're doing rip from the headlines. We're gonna do our 2023 NFL mock draft with the brothers booth. We're gonna do Master Domus. We're gonna do Jets versus Packers in this Aaron Rodgers stare down. Neapolitan showdown. We're doing top three things about having a brother. Gonna have brothers booths judge that all of us have brothers on the spot and then we're gonna finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now it's
NFL Mock Draft 2023. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Oh, next week in Kansas City, actually. Next week is the NFL Draft. So every year, we've tried to dust off our draft. Now we're getting a little bit more uh, detailed in this. We're bringing in Brothers Booth, Jim, last year's uh, uh, first guest on the draft pod. Mm-hmm. And Jim bringing in to really round it out. We we kind of we added a, little, a layer of... Um, of, of detail to this where we're going to alternate picks, obviously, as we've done in the past, we're also putting in a rule because Jim actually, I think performed the first trade in Mab Mac uh, or Mab mock history. Uh, so now we're like, all right, you, it's, you guys are free to trade, but you can't trade with yourself. You've got to, um, you got to trade with one of the other partners on the the podcast here and so uh and that is a new wrinkle that we're adding in here here's joe we're uh, joe you're on the clock we're trying to run and race to you so you couldn't pick at number two we're trying to get ahead of you <laughs> right now yeah yeah yes uh not on the clock so yeah so i think that kind of we're alternating like uh most awesome says so we're each just going to represent uh different franchises like you said can't trade with ourselves uh and the big thing is you know not trying to get cute not being like this is what i would do if i were running the colts you know this is just kind of um but it's also you're not trying to act like that coach either like if you like the texans and you just think it's a dog shit franchise you're not going to do a dog shit pick to try to be on brand so it's just kind of like in the driver's seat what you think is best for the franchise so guys we're going to go through this entire first round this 31 picks all the way to the Chiefs. We'll get this started. Jim, you're on the clock with the Panthers. Okay, well, I'm not going to waste too much time. I am going to, well, first of all, the Panthers traded into this pick. Um, I'm not going to worry about what the Panthers are going to actually do or what the betting world thinks the Panthers are going to do. I'm going to take the player that I feel is the smartest pick um, for this spot and the leader of the franchise moving forward and then get really mad in a couple weeks when they don't do this. Um, So that being said, with uh, the first pick, the Carolina Panthers, um, let's see, let me just grab my my notes here. Okay, we're taking C.J. Stroud. I love his accuracy. I I mean, and, and when I say I love his accuracy, it's an astounding accuracy in my opinion. He's 6'3". He's not going to be the... You're not you're not sweating bullets every time he's tackled, like maybe some other quarterbacks in this draft. I'm not going to spend too much time on C.J. Stroud. He's you really want to hear about that guy? He's everywhere. But I'll tell you this: I I am not here for anyone saying, "Oh, but he went to Ohio State and they can't produce quarterbacks." I think that's a lazy take. Um, colleges can't produce quarterbacks right up until the moment that they do. You know who couldn't produce quarterbacks? Texas Tech. That's all I have to say about that one. Oh, oh, spicy. All right. No, I, I agree with you on pick, that. You motherfucker. <laughs> I agree yeah. with Jim on that. I think that is the, of the QBs that are out there, there's a lot of them. Uh, I think he has the least amount of uh, likelihood of having a bust with him, with CJ Stroud. And uh, yeah, so I like that pick. Is he the, is he the bigger one or the smaller one? He's the bigger one. 
Oh, okay. I like it already. B's in rare, in rare Mach 4. <laughs> you guys know me. If you don't know my brand yet, I am the kid that wanted a movie. What's going on here? What exactly? What's holding? What's yeah, yeah. yeah there'll be plenty of questions. So I will be anybody listening that doesn't pay attention to college football or the draft. I will be your avatar. You are in safe hands here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Number two pick. Who's up most awesome? Joe's on the clock. Can you guys see the screen? Can you guys see the draft board on the screen? I sure I can. can. I was I was just I was yep. handing I was handing off controls of oh back okay to you. He's, oh, no, there you he's 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 guiding the listener. There you go. Very good. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. All right, Thanks. we're on the we're on the clock, gentlemen. Who are you picking for? We going for this? Yeah. We going for this? Yep. All right, Houston make Texans. the call. Hello. Hello, young man. Hey, this is. Joe Booth, general manager of the Houston Texans. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing awesome. I believe my name is Bryce. Got Bryce here. Just Bryce? <laughs> Bryce on the Bryce, phone here. I just wanted to let you know we're all incredibly excited. We could have traded up all the way to one. We could have traded up to one. Last five years, we would have taken you. You are our pick, young man. Are you there with your family? I am, yeah. I'm uh I'm the small one, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're the you're the you're the small one. You're five ten, two hundred four pounds. Yep. Uh, which yep, actually perfect. is not that light. Uh, just to be just to be clear, and not 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 what he weighs. Uh, young man, you are uh you're the face of the Houston Texas. I just as I have one one question for you, just yep. one question. Yeah. Where where do you stand on massage therapists? <laughs> I'm I'm all good. I was just just say no. I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to be more explicit than that i need <laughs> to not, hear a firm... but not explicit with the massage therapist right i need you to say i do not <laughs> use them i do not use massages uh, i do not play playstation i don't i am i am the solve that the texans are looking for i'm ready to take the franchise in a new direction <laughs> which is towards the ground because that's <laughs> about how high up you are bless young quarterback alabama you see what happens when you bring an improv guy on your pod? <laughs> we're gonna be here yes. all night. I know. We're gonna. Yeah, why don't you just fucking o'clock. explain why you're picking a quarterback one-one? Do another five minutes on that. Here we go. All right. Oh. Uh, all right. Okay. So two. So two quarterbacks. I mean, I think this is obviously improper Houston Texans fashion. I'm having a a shot now that I did my job. Great work. Uh, one and two. Number three. I'm on the clock with the Cardinals. Um. The, the Washington Commanders are on the phone. They would like to trade up. The Cardinals send that call to voicemail, which is awkward because <laughs> they're on camera. So they know that the Commanders are seeing that sent straight to voicemail. Even I'm used to ownership. it. I'm used to it with you. Uh, with the number three pick, uh, we are going with... I had this uh, Jalen Carter. The big defensive tackle. I see. Plus 550 to be the first defensive lineman off the board. Jalen Carter. Interesting. This is a, this is an interesting pick. A lot of drama around Jalen Carter recently, a lot of off the field stuff, not being in shape Uh, off the field stuff, you know, with uh, you know, driving and all that other stuff. Uh, interesting pick. They need defensive line. Jalen Carter is a beast. 
I like it. And now as the Colts, I'm I'm thankful because now in the Colts, this is I think a tipping point in the draft where it's like I I kind of had a fe- I kind of had a feeling that Stroud Young were going to go. The Colts need to make a splashy play. We've got the new uh, offensive coordinator Shane Steckin as our head coach, so we're bringing in some new blood here. Jim Ursay, uh, you know, our owner wants to make a splashy play. And if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go and I'm going to go big. And I'm going to go after the most exciting quarterback that could be on the board. Anthony Richardson. We're taking him. The young Mm. prospect out of of Florida. We're going to take him. Uh, We we signed... uh, Who did we sign in the offseason here? We signed... Gardner Minshew, that's right. Gardner Minshew, we signed. Pirate. We also have Nick Foles, the Pirate. So we're probably, I'm giving Steckton a year to coach up Anthony Richardson, get him in the form. I don't want to see him, almost like Carson Palmer, I don't want to see him for the first season. At minimum, maybe game 10, once he's had a full two and a half months in season, regular season, learning the position. I don't want to see him touching the field. Let's give him uh, some opportunity to grow under the Colts organization. Most awesome says, I'm not stuck in the past. No more quarterback retreads for me. Nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. I've brother. been drinking. <laughs> Thanks, brother. All right, Jim <laughs> with the Seahawks. Now, Jim at number five, Seahawks are up. They, uh, they tr- again, they, they built the Broncos for this pick. Jim, you're on the clock. Right, so um, the Seahawks sitting here, a little upset that Jalen Carter and Anthony Richardson are both gone. Um, would have been, could have been, should have been up, but there's the phone ringing. I wonder if that could be, if that could be the Washington football team. Is it? Ooh, the Washington Commanders are very much just knocking outside Pete Carroll's window right now. Just. Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna put this on a brief hold and uh, answer the phone. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Jim Booth, Seattle Seahawks. Listen, Jim, what do you got? Pete Carroll's gonna live to be 182. You can always think about next it? year. I think he already yeah. did. We're, we'll offer you number 16 and a 2024 first round pick and a 2024 third round pick to move up to five right now. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Well, you know, we do. I would love it if you're like, mm, interesting. Anyways, I'm taking <laughs> Will Anderson. <laughs> you know, I, I feel that Will Anderson uh, could be, you know, a game changer, but also I feel that we need to stack picks. I think we're going to take the offer and move down. All right, and that was the, so. The, so we have a trade on the board. Just so I'm correct here, uh, Commanders are giving up uh, number 16 in the 2023 draft. Their 2024 first round pick and the 2024 third round pick to move all the way up to number five. 16 to five. There we go. All right, and then uh, shake. We did it. We did it. <laughs> Unfortunately, we all won't be here to make those picks, so it's not nearly as fun. But at the same time, Anthony Richardson was one hundred percent the target, and I don't believe in Levis, so I'm out of here. 
I don't believe in Levis either, but I believe that we have a new owner, we have a new regime, and we have the worst quarterback room in the National Football League, and it's not close. Yeah, and your new owner. Uh, We don't even have Heineke anymore. I mean, it is awful. It is a barren wasteland. With the fifth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Washington Commanders, I really hope they move it back to football team, uh, select Will Levis, QB, Kentucky. Interesting. This is an interesting pick here. I I can't say I, I hate it, but you're really going all in. Ron Riviera really has to be like, this is our guy, right? To go in all in on this. I think it's it's not that he's our guy. We need a guy. We need we need a okay. guy and we need to like I don't I don't think people quite realize how fucking awful it had gotten for commander fans over the last decade that that this was bigger than the nationals winning the world series this was the ownership changing over was monumental and it's it's got to be a a huge message to the fans that hey we want to win we will do what it takes to win and now the more important thing is if levis sucks we're gonna do it again we will draft another quarterback like we always kind of forget that that's how Kyler Murray got his job. Like we we forget about uh, was it Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, yeah. Going going in the first round, and then the next year, we'll just do it again. Like nothing nothing to me signals to a fan base that I I care about winning more than I won't stick by a failure. Like well, hey, and take the L, moving on. And the Commanders have uh, already a history of already doing this when they took uh, Robert Griffin the third in the first round, and then in the fourth round took. Her cousins. Her like cousins. it was literally it was literally like an insurance policy on their first round pick. Uh which Man. was which was really shocking, right? And turned out to be unfortunately the right answer, probably because they rolled uh Griffin out too early, but you know. I enjoy the mayonnaise coffee, by the way. <laughs> exactly. You eat whole bananas all at once. Anyways, all right. So yeah, number you, six. Yeah. You went from you went from spider two Y banana to sicko YU banana. <laughs> <laughs> So the 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 Lions at six, they they got this pick in the Rams deal for Stafford. They're ecstatic. They're stoked on this because we didn't think this player was going to make it. I w- I had my my worries at at three and five. Uh, Cardinals took Jalen Carter. I was worried that the Seahawks were going to take Will Anderson. Um, this is a no brainer at this point. We were looking at a couple other things. This is our wish list. This is our one point one player on the on our draft board. This is our ultimate player. Uh, so the Lions are not even going to hesitate. If the phone rings, we're disconnecting the cord. It doesn't matter. We're not mm-hmm. even going to. We don't even want to hear it ring because it really doesn't matter. We're taking Will Anderson, a.k.a. the Terminator. When Nick Saban says you're one of the most competitive football player, players in Alabama history, it fucking speaks volumes. I can't, I can't imagine a more perfect Dan Campbell player than Will Anderson giving the pass rush counterpoint or part to fucking Adrian Hutchinson. Let's fucking go. I am obsessed with the Detroit Lions getting Will Anderson. It is, it is like my my dream scenario. Here's my you and me you. both, brother. You and me both. <laughs> with <laughs> Hutchinson, now, now, what was there? your what was your uh, what was your contingency plan? Like, what, like, were, were so, you gonna go yeah. like Witherspoon? Were you gonna go cornerback to replace Okuda? Yeah, it was definitely, it was looking at it is in two things. Like he was our, our top player on the board. I didn't think quite honestly he was going to get there. 
we were going to go with Gonzalez, Christian Gonzalez, the the cornerback out of Oregon. Witherspoon was a a, a close second, but um, athletically long, rangy. Christian Gonzalez can do all the things that we want him to do. Uh, Aaron Glenn is a former defensive back, is our defensive coordinator. He's going to get special attention. He's going to get coached up. I really like Gonzalez, but you know what what, uh, eases the burden on cornerbacks? A fucking a pass rush. So give me Hutchinson. Give me me, uh, Houston, the late round draft pick from last year, a pass rush specialist, and then we'll be able to put uh, Anderson opposite uh, Hutchinson in pass rushing situations. It's going to work. I like it. Yeah, I'll revisit that in terrifying defense uh, when I get to Chicago. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm there's so a hot pick. My number seven, I got my paws. I was peeking over the shoulder like it was a seventh grade science test of the uh, – Lions GMs and I liked all I heard and I saw Gonzalez circled and I was just like okay that guy must be good so <laughs> yeah, that is a need for the Raiders so uh, at cornerback with the seventh overall pick we'll take Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon cornerback oh man see I just fucked over my Falcons because that's who I was targeting the fact that I had to go and ask you if you were taking a cornerback and yeah Gonzalez a little bigger than Witherspoon uh Witherspoon might might have like it seems like Witherspoon has better uh better actual production, a little better tape, but sure. Like Gonzalez has every physical attribute that you could ever want. Tall, heavy, fast, great motion, like great fluidity in the hips. Gold Mike Mayock throwback. Uh okay, so Falcons are on the board. Fuck. I'm uh just Tyree Wilson is a stay away player for me. I just don't like him. Um, mm, we could use really, yeah, yeah. Don't like him because I think don't that's like where the, I think that's where the Bears are going at nine. Yep. Well, great. He's gonna fall to you, buddy. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh, here's here's the here's the weird thing. Can't remember my quarterback's name, but we love him. We also got Heineke in the uh, in the off season. Desmond uh, Ritter. Desmond this Ritter is, is like your, is your is your quarterback. Desmond Ritter. Yeah. When you have two quarterbacks, you have none. But right. there's, I'm, I'm not going with Hooker, uh, not doing it. Uh, so I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna, gotta hold my nose and go Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. So this is where I would have thought, I would have tried, but you are the you are the GM for the Falcons, and I know your your take on Lamar Jackson and me holding the Ravens pick at 22 or 23. Yeah. I would have made that offer. Falcons. I would have taken that. I would have taken that. Would you have taken that? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's still, it, I, I haven't quite turned in the card yet. Oh, there it went. <laughs> oh, there. <you> go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm ready. I, I, cause I'm, I'm, uh, that's selfishly. That's me only wanting to make myself right. in other podcasts by trading Lamar Jackson, to the Falcons. I don't know if that would actually do. Cause I don't know if I could get like, I don't know if I could get your eighth. I don't know if I would just do a single first and a straight up for Lamar. I'd want a couple other picks along with it. And I don't know if it would be too rich for uh, uh, your blood. Plus Arthur blank, your owner has yeah. uh, all but said pretty, no. Yeah. Pretty specific about it. I'd have to veto that just based on reality. Yeah. Okay. 
Blank doesn't just, come out of the woodwork to voice a lot of opinions. So we're going to refer to the owners actually going on record to be like, he's a pass for us. Let's and go we'll, Chicago. We'll figure out all that when it comes up in the court trials. Okay. Chicago bears who I, um, with pity in my heart root for as a secondary <laughs> i've been to chicago over 100 times um for many many Whoa. reasons what a flex uh, like i said baby <laughs> yeah. I love well, you... i've been here 100 times <laughs> yeah with a combined you know i don't know what it is 17 years of dating girls from chicago so yeah it happens i dated um, three consecutive girls from depaul theater school I didn't I didn't live in Chicago. I didn't go to DePaul. <laughs> anyway, it happens. Uh anyway, uh so, that's what they know, call like... a feeder system. They <laughs> <laughs> like, got me. They got me. It did every, everybody did theater, right? Because you, you realized you that... got a feeder first. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. All right. All right. Let's get to it. Okay, so um I am drafting as myself as the GM for the Chicago Bears. And as such, um, I'm going to ignore Tyree Wilson. I don't give a shit if the Bears need a defensive lineman or edge rushers. I don't give a crap. There is one thing that you need to do with this draft pick, and that is protect Justin Fields. Yep, yep. That's I it. I like it. I like it. That's it. Um, I, I'm a little tempted at Broderick, um, but at this point, and then I know that some of the Chicago fans will want the hometown Northwestern tackle, but I don't think he's a tackle. I think he's a guard and you don't yeah. take guard at nine. So I'm going uh, Paris Johnson, Ohio State. DJJ. Left tackle. Plug him, play him. Just like uh, last year when I took overall number one for the Jacksonville, uh, Charles Cross, which they should have done or taken Hutchison. But you did anyway. miss an opportunity to say Peter Skaronsky is so Ronsky for us. Just it wasn't a great opportunity, but it was an opportunity. Yeah, there was something I, I saw there. that opportunity and passed it on. So does he? He comes in immediately, left tackle. You've got Tevin Jenkins. You signed a guard in the offseason, Nate Davis. I, I, I think this is the right move, quite honestly. Best pass rusher, huge human being, Paris Johnson uh, is going to fit right in. And I think you're 100 percent right, Jim. Uh, name of the game is protecting Justin Fields. So with that, number 10, I'm going to tell you right now, Brandana has talked and in our previous podcast, we've laid out a few rules about who to draft and what to draft. And I'm going to go against the grain on this pick altogether. Whoa. Totally going to go against the grain. I'm going to ignore your rule B, which is no running backs in the first. Miles round. Sanders is Whoa. gone. Miles Sanders is gone. Miles Sanders is gone. Oh god. This is a this is a legitimate we don't care. This is a four-year pick. I don't care what the history of running backs are. Terrible we're getting pick. we're getting no, it's not. We're getting the most explosive offensive player on the board. I don't care if we're talking about quarterbacks or wide receivers. This guy is the most explosive running back in the fucking game. And we're getting four years out of him. And we're going for a title because our title window is now. We just paid a bunch of money to fucking uh, Jalen Hurts. I want Bijan Robinson, Texas. Look, I don't care. It's a mm. it's a four year pick. That's it. I love it. I understand I, it. 
fucking love it. And by the way, when this actually happens next Thursday night, they will be saying this is already the pick of the draft. Yeah. Uh, this is like, I mean, yeah. So this is, this is the rule of thumb on drafts. I don't, you know, go barking up trees that I have no business climbing, or if I don't know what the tree is made out of, or I don't know mm-hmm. what the plant is. But on this, there's just, you don't pay running backs anymore. There's no value there. Like I would say that even Saquon Barkley being picked where he was, is still a debatable choice, even after we've seen the production he can do, because yeah. it's impossible to keep him healthy. Uh, so even if they are amazing, you can't pay the money that you want to. And it's always going to be better to just be running back by committee or find someone that's slightly not as talent like a, like but, a but Madison. Here's the, but here's yeah, the thing. We're entering into this understanding that this is a four-year rental, that this is all this is. Like, we're going to get max production out of you. This is a luxury pick that we have. And here's the thing, you 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 be own the pick at 20, which would also have been prime Jamar Gibbs range for them as well, too. And knowing your history, I know you're not going to do that. So we're going to take the most explosive guy there. We don't care if he's going to be a Philadelphia Eagle six years from now. We really don't because our window is now. And we have so many other young guys that we have to pay offensively that I might as well get the best, cheapest offensive player that I can get and, and with a first-round pick like B. John Robinson in this draft, he's going to hit a fucking home run for us. I don't care. I understand this is not a cornerstone pick for us, but we have such an amazing window right now, and we've done such a good job with our draft picks. This pick is a luxury, so I might as well fucking push it all in and go B. John Robinson. Pick number 10. Let's fucking go. Titans are on the board. Titans, um, all right. Before, we're up. Wait, 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 before we move, before we, before we move, just one, one thing, because I'm loath to say this because I'm talking with three people that are in my dynasty league, <laughs> but I must, I must mention for the sake of the pod, that Trey Sermon is tearing it up for the Eagles, and um, apparently, uh, so I'm just saying that is that could be a card in their pocket where they don't necessarily need to add it. Honestly. It's just sour grapes because I have like three different teams that I was going to take him with. So, <laughs> uh, good, good pick. There's a there's a guy that I a guy who used to work for um, Pro Football Focus, but and which I I despise a lot of what they do. But he said one thing. He was always talking about like um, like Mahomes needs to be a four down player um, because in it, and it's whenever you're thinking about should we go for it or should we punt, put yourself in the other teams fans shoes and think what is it that they want you to do right now and say they want you they all they want is to see the punter come out they want to see tommy townsend come out and mahomes come off the field then they breathe well i think what you just did for the eagles just unbelievably like hurt the 49ers hurt like uh the hurt the vikings or every every nfc team is like fuck like that's the one thing they didn't want to see. They didn't want to see the best player, the best offensive player, maybe the best player all round, go to the NFC champion. Yeah. I love it. 100%. I love that pick. All right, with the Titans pick, um, they keep it pretty down the middle here. Uh, I like where this is landing. This makes sense value-wise of what it's going for. It feels like it lines up with variable offense jamming. Our boy Derek Henry down your throat. I'm going to go. Peter Skaronsky at the number nine pick or at the number 11 the Titans. Pick. Yeah. 11, 11 pick. pick going, going O line, keeping it hot. Ooh, Titans tough watch. 
<laughs> if he ends up being a Pro Bowl guard, hey, you, you probably need a guard. Yeah, uh, they let Tyler Lewan go in the offseason. So offensive line a little bit shaky. And so, and that's one of those things like, can he be skilled enough? I think he's too small, like like Jim was saying, to be an actual, you know, cornerstone tackle. They did sign Andrew Dillard from the Eagles in the offseason as well to put in there. Um, you could put him in as a guard, left guard, help with pass pro kind of patchwork an offensive line. And like I said, add a few more years to uh, Derrick Henry's career. Joe, you're on the clock with the second Texans pick at number 12. All uh, right. One last thing with Peter Scorsese. One last thing. Just let me throw this in there. Sure. Uh, Dane Brugler's beast, you know, draft guide. Um, he has, he has him as a guard and, but still has him as the number seven overall player. <laughs> yeah. Even, on, even as a guard. Right. Absolutely. Great. I th- I think he could I think he could swing in between. Like I don't know if you could like I don't think he's gonna be the forever left tackle, but in a pinch you could make him work if Dillard Hot Guard Dillard. Talk. Hot guard talk. Right. Sorry. Texans, second pick, number twelve. Uh all right, I'm not... We're gonna go ahead and give our new quarterback a target. Uh and I'm not worried about bringing in the Fort Worth fans uh, of TCU because they're all Cowboys fans anyway. So we're going to go with who I think is the most uh, talented receiver in the draft. Um, and if our doctors cleared him, docs, they cleared him. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Wide receiver. Ohio, you fill out the rest. Ooh, I like it. Nice, Joe. Good call. Um, good pick. I like it. I do think there's a big question mark on health that missed all but three games last year with a hamstring, but this sophomore year and that Rose bowl was like insane. Um, they do produce wide receivers out of there. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I like that pick because right now you're, here's the thing. Tyree Wilson is falling, right? Cause this would have been also a very good spot for Tyree Wilson with the Texans. D'Amico Ryan's the head coach former defensive player, a linebacker um, might've been a good spot to go, but we're going, we're both, we're, we're giving our guys weapons for Bryce Young. Okay. That's the uh, idea, baby. Baby. Jets. <laughs> Jim, you were on the clock, sir. Okay. So with, you know, the top um, kind of lineman taken already. And I know that a lot of Jets fans out there are a little, a little desiring even another wide receiver, but I think they're good there. And um, I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. I guess we'll find out um, if that's going to be Aaron Rodgers. But, um, and I know that you'd want to probably protect him with an OL, but I think in this situation, you can get a little bit later in the draft, um, some protection. Um, You don't really have a Roger Johnson is there. But staring at Tyree Wilson all the way down at 13, they ju- I know they need a defensive tackle, not an edge, but I, I just think that you're the best player available uh, alarms are going off in every- all over New York. We're going Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson, did you run that call by Aaron Rodgers? I'm just saying, <laughs> as a Packers right. owner, I, I, touch, him. I touch base. 
I touch base. So, um, and with that, that uh, the Packers yeah. just lost their leverage. <laughs> well, I didn't own the pick for that. Brandon, I think, I think fate worked out and put Brandon, the GM for the Packers. Absolutely. You think I'm going to execute this? Nope. Yeah. I'm going to run exactly yeah. how they did. Brandon's going to burn it to the ground. Fucking cocky as hell. Like this will be fine. And then it's week three and been like, oh shit. So we spent I, how much on a what? So dark room. Yeah. No, right. The Pats at 14. I have there. I'm I've manifested Bill Belichick here. Offensive tackle. Um, you mentioned Broderick Jones is very good offensive tackle. I think wide receivers have a big question mark and I don't know if Belichick has the patience to have Mac Jones, who quite honestly, they were also kind of floating as a, as a potential trade uh, option. If you've heard some of those rumors, which are interesting. Oh man, here's the thing. So Belichick is going to be really fucking torn because he loves Alabama players. And he and he needs it. He has a need with Brian Branch sitting there at safety. It might be a little too early to take Brian Branch, but I don't know if he's going to be able to to to, to control himself and not pick an Alabama player because he has a history of picking Alabama. He also has a history of going nuts and picking some wild ass players in the first round. So Brian Branch wouldn't be totally uh, shocking to see. And I'm just looking at my depth chart right here sign riley rife in the offseason trent brown is their left tackle they invested in cole strange in the first round i don't know if they're going to go offensive line again so they are going to take in fact we're going to shock everybody we're going to take brian branch db safe or db from alabama damn listen having having a number 14 pick for the first time in how long for the Pats and then disappointing all of his fans with the safety is very on brand. It's so good. Exactly. It's so good. When it, when he was asked like, uh, you know, uh, why should the fans believe? And he's like, the last 25 years. It's like, Oh, okay, pal. Right. And that's the thing. <laughs> Sounds it's, real good. Branch can also fill in in like slot coverage, nickel coverage. Like, He's versatile, and if anything, Belichick loves versatile defensive players. You know, they got Juju Schuster-Smith in the offseason. Like, I don't, I just don't see them going on the offensive side of the ball. Give me Brian Branch safety. Or DB, right, so, I guess we'll call him. So Packers with 15, thank you so much for this most awesome. I want to thank you for letting me have it. It just worked um, out this way, brother. I oh, didn't, it's I didn't, good I didn't things happen it. to good people, brother. Good things happen to good people. <laughs> Um, I love this. This is, this is twofold right here. So I do really see this sitting out as I think once we get to draft night, like if they can't figure out what the trade is before draft night, it's so contentious between the jets and the Packers. Nobody wants to blink first that I don't think it gets done night of. So that is why the phone wasn't ringing for the jets and just to rub it in and prove we're not going to be working with Aaron Rodgers. I want in the first round for the Packers to draft a fucking wide receiver. So give me the next wide receiver on the board. <laughs> give me give me Zay Flowers out of Boston College. I don't give a shit. Put a Packers jersey on him. Bring me a wide receiver just to show that for Jordan Love, our new future, we'll give him some weapons. I like this pick. I actually like this uh, pick. All the, all the history aside, I like this pick. 
Um, you know, so Zay Flowers is undersized. There's no question about that. But I think it's something that they can really like build around with some of the guys that they have in their uh, their wide receiver room. Imagine being a cornerback and looking at Christian Watson and Zay Flowers over there and just right. knowing that your ass is getting burned by one of them. Right. It would be, Rome, it would be don't amazing. forget about Romeo Dobbs, too. I mean, I know he was a little up and down, but I almost wonder if it's like with all the buzz that he had in the uh, in the uh, or the uh, preseason, I want to say offseason in the preseason. These are big guys. So you can put Zay in the slot and let him fucking cook a little Randall Cobbs esque right now. Kind of, a, a, you know, a young little wide receiver room to kind of grow with your, with your boy, Jordan love. I mean, he's my favorite. He's my favorite wide receiver in the draft. And so here, this is good to know. Okay. 15. That's where the chiefs have to trade up in all fucking day long. (laughs) I've been texting you three, trying to get the chiefs to trade back into like back up into the first round because I wanted to get Zay flowers before all these wide receiver teams. I did not factor in Brandon's hatred of Aaron Rodgers. I didn't, I didn't properly. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't scout the competition. I scouted the recruits, but not the competition. That was my mistake. And I'm you don't play your hand. You play the player. Ah, man. So true. But I still love it. I fucking love it. All right. Seahawks 16. You're on the clock, Jim. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, it's a little. it's a little disappointing for Seahawks fans because, you know, they need a wide receiver. They, they would have liked to have a quarterback. And um, now we're staring at, you know, kind of needing like defensive line, boring offensive line, boring. Um, And then wide receiver, you're looking at the third best wide receiver. Is it really worth it here? And um, I think that actually, um, if you're taking the value here, I'm going to have to go with Broderick Jones. Mm. Um, we're talking about a guy that weighs 311 pounds and runs like a four, eight, nine, forty. 40, super athletic. Um, and I just feel like offensive line is something I just, there's no way, you know, I'm not even going to tell you who I thought about taking here. Um, I'm just going to keep it real simple. Roger Jones, Georgia, tackle. Yeah, but love love for him but, to follow the thirty one in the real draft. But who 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 did you think about taking? <laughs> to be totally honest with you, I thought about taking Dalton Kincaid. Oh, the tight end from Utah. Yeah, so this is him. this is interesting. This becomes like a like a an embarrassment of riches riches for the Seahawks, right? Because they have your your favorite left tackle from last year, Charles Cross. Now, Broderick, I think, projects at a left tackle. Do you move him over to right tackle then? Is that what your thought is, Jim, on this? Um, yeah, I, I would I would start him at right tackle. And then as soon as Charles Cross becomes too expensive, I'll let him go and then just replace him. Kind of like what the uh, the Lions did with Sewell, right? They already had Taylor Decker. They had him locked up, a pretty favorable, even though it was a bigger contract under there. But Sewell was their guy at seven. They took him. I don't think this is a terrible idea. And if you're going to invest in um, 
a quarterback. I just it blanked on him. Gino Smith. Gino. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. this is you want to you want to protect him. All right, Jim, you're still on the clock. Now you're putting on your your Seahawks to Steelers cap. Oh come on! There's one name. There's one name. There is one name. Yes. One name. Uh, I have no idea who you're talking about. Really? <laughs> Do it. The 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 one who shares a name with a Steelers great. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see here. Um, scroll down about know, six spots. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You know. I. I mean, what I was really thinking here is is defensive line. To tell you the truth. Okay. Um. But cornerback is a need. We got TJ Watt. We're fine. There you go. There you go. He's back. He's figuring it Do out. Do it. Maybe. Do it. Joey Porter Jr. There what? it is. Ooh. Nice. The former great Joey Porter linebacker. Now actually coaching in the, uh, I think, the XFL with Heinz Ward. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So Heinz Ward, the was he the slowest wide receiver who was awesome i'll tell you what as a coach he much sucked to play for that guy must be just a total prick <laughs> um yeah i think he was both to answer your questions yes both answers um all right so lions are now on the clock at 18 so it's kind of it kind of kind of got shook up here because we were really leaning on corner and I really want – we signed uh, Sutton from the Steelers, speaking of the Steelers. We also brought in Gardner Johnson and Emmanuel Mosley on, I think, one-year deals. We bring in David Montgomery from the Bears. Like, Do we look at a long-term player in the defensive backfield or – do we just get after it with a fucking beast of a defensive lineman? I think we're going to go this way. I the Chiefs are on the clock. Or the Chiefs are on the phone. Chiefs are on the phone. Chiefs are on the phone. What do the Chiefs have to offer here? What what, what, what did we offer earlier today? We offered uh, <laughs> we offered uh, uh, Hold up. We, uh, Hold up. You have to have this shit ready to go, man. Oh, I do. I do. We do. We got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. So uh, okay, so the oh, yes. the eighteenth pick is is a, is a two hundred and eighty nine. Right. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, value. You offered me uh, a twenty twenty three second. Valued at eighty two points. A twenty twenty four first valued at one ninety, and a twenty twenty four fourth uh, valued at uh, uh, a minimum of forty to equal three hundred and twelve, thus beating the point value of your eighteenth overall pick. What if I just swap your uh, your first for this year and instead of 2024? 2023 second. Or what if I just do, give me a 2024 second and a 2023 first, the end of the pick 31, and a 2024 fourth to get up into the 18th spot? Can't do it. The owner has spoken. We have to make a big splash. And the biggest splash I can make is having two first round picks in front of our home crowd in Kansas City. 
I'm also maybe thinking about trying to trade down after winning a Super Bowl. Sorry, just after winning a Super Bowl. After winning a after winning a Super Bowl. Right. We're 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 thing is now. This is our luxury pick from our team here. We also have two picks. We're trying to win Mm -hmm. a Super Bowl. I hear what you're saying. I get it, but I'm not gonna. I I need to pick this year. If you could give me the 31, I'll even do a, a third. We'll split. We'll split it. We'll just do a, a first and a 2024 third. I'm planning for 31. All right. Turn down. Offer turn down. Oh, okay. All right. You do want to hear I, I can do a second this year. Uh, second this year. I want to a... make a second pick for the Lions. Don't you get it? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I warned you I was, that would be the case. I, yeah, I will, I to, I will I give you be... the Cincinnati let, Bengals pick. Let me mediate the language you guys aren't speaking because it sounds like the same language, but it's not. You both want to have two picks in the first round. The Lions are going to keep for it. our favorite the clock. team. Yeah, exactly. So we were, we weren't, I, I think we can pick up some DBs. DBs are deep in this class. I think we can pick something up here in the second round. Um, about pick 48. So I'm going to go with the guy that was the number one overall recruit coming out of high school, signed with Clemson has been through a ton of adversity, little question mark on his medicals, but this is a Dan Campbell guy. He's going to wreck shop from the interior. I'm going with Brian Bruzza out of Clemson. Defensive tackle, 6'5", absolute fucking beast. He's a total fucking monster. Um, His freshman year, he was the best player on that freshman year team for Clemson. He's a fucking maniac. Uh, this is a this is a Dan Campbell guy. We are coming after your quarterback. We yeah, and that's what fuck you up. And that's the luxury of having that second pick in the first round. You can yes. just really go after a guy you want. Like you, that pressure of all the fans breathing down your neck, doing the right pick. That's out the window when you get that second pick in the first round because it's just like, who do I want to fuck on this? Like on this football team. Yeah, this guy's like, an this he's, he's an absolute stud. I get it. Kidney infection tore his ACL his, his second year. Had strep throat his his junior year, took him out a bunch of the games that led to a kidney infection. Um, but this guy, I think he's past it. And if he clears medicals, I think this is gonna be a steal at 18. Love it. He's basically Chris Jones. Yes. He's huge, he's heavy, and he's fast, and he's athletic. Yeah. We don't know about Dong. That's we haven't seen no that. No, we haven't seen that. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's thick and mighty. We'll assume. Yeah, we'll he's six five three hundred. I'm sure he's okay. In, in but my, then again, we've all seen bedazzled. In you know? my mock, I had Brian Breesy going to the Steelers at seventeen. Ooh, nice on the same. And, and uh, you got right. bullied into it. You got bullied into Joey yep. Porter. Thank you. you. Got bullied into that courtroom, Danny. Uh, all right, Buccaneers clock pick number nineteen. The Chiefs are on the phone. Oh yes, we are sitting by, putting our phone on high alert there's no vibrate on this it's like please ring because unlike other people you're trying to been dance with is brandon owner of the bucks we are not trying to win a super bowl this year or anytime <laughs> in the near future this is clark hunt we would like to offer you uh for the number 19 pick a 2023 second rounder a 2024 first rounder and a 2024 fourth rounder why is the owner calling give me uh 
because the GM's it, it, he's dropping it. He's, he's trying to get a deal done. Because uh, the owner answered, "What am I going to put my GM on the phone?" That's disrespectful. That's yeah, I'm trying. We're trying to cut costs here in Tampa Bay. Just uh, gave the night off, keeping our overhead low. One second, again. let me chew on that. Unplug my earphones. Ugh. Holy shit, we're absolutely going to take this. All we need are picks. Our team is dog shit. Have you seen our quarterback? <laughs> All right, I'm back. Um, yeah, that sounds good. We'll take it. All right. <laughs> So Chiefs move up, right? Chiefs move up. Uh, and this is not who I was targeting originally. I wanted Zay Flowers here. But uh, we are going to take uh, a player that I think is is super talented. I think he's had an, he's he had an amazing year. Then he transferred, and then he had a solid but unspectacular role player year. Uh, but we don't need him to be a 1400 yard guy and we're going to take uh jordan addison wide receiver from usc i like it I he's like going to come in he's immediately going to be number three or four on the depth chart and he's just going to be able to find his role learn the offense work into it while we continue to to progress with sky Moore and Kadarius tony and see if we have anything in justin ross but we're just going to keep adding talent we don't need superstars we need a sea of guys who can get open depending on matchups. Andy Reid will scheme you open. He, he just has people who can, get, who can take advantage of it. He can high point those catches too. I, I like don't like Quentin Johnston. I, I won't do it because I catches get that he's a monster. I get that he like, it's like, oh, his three cone time was bad. Well, his three cone was actually better than DK Metcalf. So he's not like he's not quick enough to play in the NFL, but it's a lot like Alec Pierce last year where, you start talking about how good they are in contested catches. And I'm like, why are so many of their catches contested in college? I don't like it. Okay. I just have to throw in Christian Watson a little bit. And I was wrong for the uh, Dane Brugler draft guide. Again, um, Jordan Addison is wide receiver two in his list. Yeah. He's a good player. Uh, Bolitnikoff winner in that year in with Pitt at uh, with, Kenny Pickett as his quarterback. Um, so yeah, I uh I like this pick. He's a very good athlete. Little uns- so the, the thing is, is like this will be a really interesting question for the Chiefs because it's like, does size matter for wide receivers? And that's the thing, is is like you could roll out, I mean, you have MVS, right? But everyone else is these little like tiny tykes. So, you know, you you are gonna need some red zone threats, but I guess as long as Jordan or uh, Travis Kelsey is hanging out, then He's your red zone guy. All the rest of your guys, like you said, are going to get schemed open. So I like this pick. Word. We got Kelsey. We've got MVS, who's tall. Uh, we did lose Smith Schuster, but um, I'm I'm quietly optimistic about Justin Ross. He looks great. Yeah. Like and just like oh, he's working out in shorts. And like yeah, but when your foot is broken, you can't work out in shorts. So that was the the big question. Um, yeah, I absolutely, I absolutely loved J- Justin Ross in college at Clemson. I thought he was un- he was unbelievable in the title game as a true freshman. Just injury, like his body just doesn't hold up. So if you can get that right, like you have yourself a bit of a steal. Damn. Joe, you're on I the clock. Came again. so close to going to tight end on this. Came so close to going tight end. Uh, all right. Well, let's see. Who did who did who did my predecessor draft? 
and then immediately get fired. Yeah, he <laughs> drafted Christian Gonzalez, right? No, who did, who, did he, who did he draft? No, he traded down. He traded with the Commanders, and then he took the offensive. Uh, whoops. Yeah. Where did it go? Broderick Jones. Broderick Jones, yes. All right, down. all right. So, so I guess the name of the game is Let's Help Out Geno Smith. And I'm getting, I'm just, I'm getting a little nostalgic, getting a little misty eyed as I think back on the, the glory days. And, uh, and you know what? I kind of want, um, I just want a guy who can do it all, you know, a real all round kind of guy. I can, uh, he can help out in my run game, which we know we love a run game here in Seattle, but you know what? He also is a good uh, possession target going to get me those first downs going to get me those touchdowns hook me up with the best tight end in the draft Notre Dame uh Mr. fucking god why do I keep thinking of the wrong guy Michael Mayer <laughs> Mike yeah. Mike Meyer Mike Myers not Michael Myers you're going, you're going with the love guru The Love Guru Such a great immediately nickname. was out of date, like the second it released. She's <laughs> like, ooh, this didn't age well. Hot Love Guru pod. Came to the right, right spot. <laughs> uh, all right, Jamie, you're on the clock with the Chargers. Oh, yeah. And as the GM of the Chargers, I am sprinting to the podium, happy as a pig in shit that the Seahawks took Michael Mayer. Um, because I think that he doesn't really have the kind of speed for somebody that First of all, I think Justin Herbert is a fantastic quarterback and um, he needs weapons. And I really, really like Dalton Kincaid for this team. I like he's a little bit uh, slender framed. Um, You know, he doesn't really have the bulk that some of these other tight ends do, but uh, he gets open. This is a guy that caught 16 passes against USC. Like he's a monster. Dalton Kincaid, Chargers, done i love it man seahawks passed on him because we we already have dalton kincaid in dk metcalf like i wanted the i wanted the guy who's gonna who can come in line and block i wanted the 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 if if dalton kincaid's high end is travis kelsey he's about 30 pounds too light but if his high end is travis kelsey then mayor's high end is uh 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 fucking uh san francisco for god's sake Kittle. Kittle, George Kittle, that kind of like complete throwback, but still can do it in the passing game. I love it. I love this pick. Can the Vikings call the Ravens? I just, there's no commitment. We can all play it cool. The Vikings would just like to play a little game of just the tip and just (laughs) kick some things around. No commitment. Yeah, brother. We're open. We hear you need a quarterback. Are are you going to draft Aaron Rodgers' brother? We're just just Aaron Rodgers' whole family. We're just gonna take Aaron Rodgers' whole family. What if, like, I just I'm gonna shoot you straight. There ain't no way Lamar Jackson and whoever part-time like creatine salesman slash agent of his is going to play one snap for the fucking Ravens. <laughs> He's I'm assistant gonna, manager at GNC. All right. I'm Don't gonna, be a dick. I'm gonna save you some embarrassment. What if we offered Kirk Cousins? And our first round. Is that not and, enough? And your first round pick. And I'm the first round pick in Kirk Cousins. For Lamar. For Lamar Jackson. I mean, I think we have to do that. To move down one spot. 
No, we lose. No, they'd have no. back to back picks. Yeah, we get oh my, oh my god. Yeah, I don't want them to. I just don't want them to draft a quarterback if I'm offering like this is my shock face. Solve. Yeah, I I would absolutely say we would do that. We would absolutely. Oh, I love it. it. Let's do oh, yeah, it. Listen, I just want to say Odell Beckham Jr. is going to start structure fires in the city of Baltimore. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, that's true. We'd be like, hold up, hold up, Odell. It's listen. You only signed a one year deal, so just chill. Just slow your roll. Did anybody see the uh, the the TikTok of the Baltimore accent? The like Baltimore has the weirdest fucking accent in the world. Sorry, just brought up Baltimore, but like. It's yeah. the, the phrase is Aaron earned an iron urn. And guys like er, 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 er. what the fuck? Bro, do we Gosh, really Christ. talk like that? And the guy's like, Yeah, we really do. He's like, Aaron earned an iron urn. What why not read this? The other guy's like, er, 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 er. And it's like, it is the weirdest fucking accent when you actually hear it. It is bizarre. That it's is funny. that that is true, and I've seen that. And it's hilarious. But can we call a moratorium on uh, discussing Instagram reels? Because I can't anymore. I can't. Uh, all right. So you have back one 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 up, one down, shot down by Jim. No <laughs> moratorium. It was one time, well, like I'm like I'm on a fucking marathon string of like, oh, did you see this? Uh, this one there was a dog right, Joe, jumping. Joe, enough with Sorry. your Instagram talk, please. For the love of God, this is an NFL draft <laughs> podcast. Uh, all right. So we we okay. take this, we take this, we take this, right. <laughs> we take this deal absolutely because I think if and if if not for anything, and I know your feelings on obviously Kirk Cousins, and if yeah. not, it's it's a it's a reset for everybody, right? Yeah. Lamar, you go there, you figure it out. You can sign your still franchise tag. I mean, it's a bit. I would. I'm assuming that the the Vikes are going to have a pretty hefty offer lined up for Lamar so they can ensure that that first round pick. But I know, you know, we had the non-restricted tender, but I'm getting a player. I'm getting a starting quarterback. So I can kind of view that as my second first round pick that I would get as compensation. I think we have to do it. Quarterback is potentially a need for us. And and this kind of breathes a little life. I know he's not the perfect fit, but we can build around it. Yeah. Upon hearing this news, uh, Lamar Jackson said, Wait, Minneapolis, where's that? Is that close to Florida? <laughs> and I, I'm going to go ahead and say if OBJ is starting structure fires, it's in the same spirit that Philly fans do when they win a championship. Speaking like, of weird accents, Delco has a very strange... Oh, okay, sorry. No, they do have a very weird accent. I was trying to go for a joke there. I was trying to get Jim to throw his fucking laptop. I know. Um, I know. Also, have you seen the TikTok with Lisa Gilroy? All right, 22 <laughs> and 23 back-to-back Raven picks. I so love it. The, so, ooh, this this really and now do you you still own the the 23rd pick or do I get to choose that again? You have you that get, pick, yeah. Oh, I get I get to pick both now. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll take it. Um I was not anticipating this be through a good little monkey wrench in the air. I love this. I love it. Justin Jefferson is the most excited guy on the planet right after this. Yeah, oh, he is Followed closely by his dynasty owner, me. (laughs) So I'm going to go what we originally were looking at this spot. We were thinking twofold. We were thinking we don't really have a burner at wide receiver. Now that we've got, now that we've got uh, old Kirk cousins, I don't know if we're going to go that direction anymore. So we're going to solidify the secondary. We're going to go Deontay banks here. Defensive back. Um, 
I think he, Maryland guy in the area. He's our fourth corner that's available. I don't want with some of the other teams on the board that have needs in that area. I want to scoop him now. Now that we've got two picks here. So this could be a little bit of a, we could be trusting in, in this guy. We've got a bunch of small little wide receivers here. Rashad Bateman. I guess he's a little bit on the bigger side. Odell Beckham, Nelson Aguilar. Um, Beckham was really killing it in the slot. And so maybe I don't know if he's got the speed outside anymore or the wiggle outside. So I'm I'm going to go. I know you talked about him earlier. I'm going to go with Quentin Johnston because I like the big body. I like the frame. And if we know anything, we know our boy Kirk is going to throw it up. And we need a big guy to go up and get it. I love it. I love it for yes. Kirk. <clears throat> Kirk either needs a big guy or if there's someone just like three yards shy of the sticks. He really <laughs> likes to target people in that general area also. Uh, Jaguars are pissed off that our tight end got staked. Uh, we wanted Michael Mayer because we want, <clears throat> we simultaneously need blocking and we need a receiving threat. So we didn't re like, we don't like this, this uh, situation for us at all. Uh, but we do need to continue to. I think our, our our best way forward is to continue to build our run game, give Trevor Lawrence time, use the play action. Uh, we're going to go with our next best tackle. I'm really tempted, really tempted to uh, to go with that gigantic tight end like 300 pound tight end. Um, but we're not going to do it. God. We have too much invested in, in the defensive line already. So even though he's falling, I can't take Kalaja. Kalaja can't see. So, all right, we're going to take Darnell Wright tackle Tennessee. There yeah, that's know. about as exciting as Jaguars football gets. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Good. I it's a like good it. pick. It's like a good pick. Team. You gotta you gotta protect your your quarterback. You 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 lose uh Juwan Taylor, your right tackle, right, to the Chiefs. I mm-hmm. think this is, makes a ton of sense. And you can't afford to not keep Trevor Lawrence upright. So we got the Giants at 25, Jim. This is your second to last pick in the mock draft era here. Right. And I don't want to pull a bing here and take somebody that's already been taken. Can you scroll up? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. That was scrolling down. Don't think you're going to get CJ Stroud at this pick. Yeah. The the player you're looking for is uh, not Daniel Jones. And unfortunately, he's not available. Right. Because um, Daniel Jones sucks. <laughs> Vanilla Vic? Come on now. God, he, but Lamar Jackson is on the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> he's on that turf. <laughs> so great. God, how fast is he going to be in a dome? It's going to be ridiculous. Do you think they're... 
I mean, do you think they're moving? Hey, Jim, do you need me to fill some air by talking about Instagram? Or no, I need you to scroll down to the pick. There you go. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Right. Okay, so sorry. No, go ahead. Go for it. This is a little bit of a. You know what? I'm going to do a little bit of a reach. Uh, we need a cornerback, but uh, you know, we would have loved for like somebody like Witherspoon to fall here. But obviously, cornerbacks and you know, offensive linemen and wide receiver. There's been a run on all three. Um. So that being said, I'm going to go ahead and. All right, yeah, Joe, full in dead air. I gotta, I gotta grab the name of my guy. I forgot his name. Is the name of your guy Miles Murphy? This is such a reach. It's such a reach. Um, but I just love him, and I think that he should be rated higher. Um, I don't believe in Daniel Jones, but I'm not gonna tell my owner that, and need to keep my job. But I feel that Brian DeBall will see this guy and sign off on him. Um, I'm going Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver, in the first. We're talking about a guy that has a second-round grade, maybe. And uh, in the draft guide, it's all the way down to in the 80s, 86. This is a huge reach. But you like a guy, you believe in him, and I do. Take him. Ooh, I like it. What's the thing? What's his? What's his top skill? What's the thing that you you love most about him, Jim? Because I'm trying to buy his name time, sticks out on a spreadsheet when there's dead air. It's, no, no. Um, so I I don't like guys that do like contested catches, which is why I didn't like Drake London last year. Um, he you know kind of proved me wrong a little bit. He was he's the anomaly that like. He's so good at contested catches. He can, what I like is separation. I like people who can get separation. So um, getting open is just huge. And I can't tell you how many times I've, as a Chiefs fan, screamed at, you know, at the TV, catch the fucking ball. Because Mahomes like hits guys in face masks and then like, can't catch it. Anyway, I just believe in him for those reasons. All right. Yeah, pick 26, Cowboys. Big 26. All right. So the Cowboys, they were really hoping that Mayer would have fallen to them at 26. Uh, offensive line is a question. I don't know if uh, Osiris Torrance is quite the pick for them yet. So they're, they're, they're debating. They're looking at a couple different names. Joe, you, you teased it earlier. Darnell Washington, the big six foot seven, 270 pound tight end. You know, Jerry Jones has gotten a little in the like, you know, I, I like the big flash. He's a little Al Davis at his old age right now. Um, but then there's also Lucas Van Ness, a really solid defensive end who is going to be a could also get moved inside a little bit versatility on the defensive line. And he's kind of this guy that no one's really been talking about. I'm sure if we were watching some draft show, they'd be freaking about we're going to go Lucas Van Ness. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. He's just like app- uh good. He's he's like George Karloftis. He's just like that big 
strong, more athletic than you think he than you think he's going to be. Yeah. Uh, and just and just won't quit. Gets after it. Doesn't quit. I I thought he would have been a great uh, a great Lions pick for your second your second draft pick. I was looking at that. Uh, I but I wanted somebody. We got Will Anderson. So getting Will Anderson changed my whole thing because I was looking very very hard at him at eighteen. But I was like, I don't know if I can. It'd be too much to have all four of those guys in the room at the edge where somebody's going to have to sacrifice. So let me give somebody who's going to disrupt and hold the you know anchor at the point of attack uh with with Frieza. so let's let's we're gonna have to pass on van ness there so all right b you're the bills yeah yeah so single ready to mingle josh allen really like the wide receiver to party with uh he still likes the party but now he can just be a little bit more open about it doesn't have to hide as much if he's really ready to throw down he's a solid wingman unfortunately we all knew this wasn't a rich wide receiver draft going into it and after four of them being off the board or three it's even harder. So I think the hands forced a little bit to go on value. So we're going to look on the defensive side of the ball for the Buffalo bills. We're going with Nolan Smith uh, linebacker out of Georgia. I like it. I don't, as a chiefs fan, I don't like it. Yeah. Really good athlete. Kind of underproduced or then kind of really underproduced at Georgia, but a freak athlete, really solid play player. Um, But I think he's going to give you, like the ability to drop in coverage as well as rush the passer. Um, I think McDermott will find some ways to like fill him in and, you know, you got Vaughn Miller and a couple other things. This is a good solid pick. Nice. I like got 28. I got 28. I, Aaron, Aaron I, keep, I keep trading out of my picks and not fuck them up for the team. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, right, right, exactly. uh, it's uh, all right. The the Bengals, we really were hoping that we could snag Bijan Robinson here or a wide receiver because we're too stupid to realize that we already have as good of an offense as anyone should ever hope for. Uh, the offense is not our problem. Uh, and also we signed Orlando Brown Jr. in the offseason. I think we're going to quickly come to realize that that was uh, a little bit of uh, a mistake. Guy wants to play left tackle, and he is a born and bred right tackle. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and protect us from our own selves and our own mistakes, and we're going to take Anton Harrison tackle from Oklahoma. He's young. He's very young, but he's big. He's super, uh, got great feet, something that Orlando Brown does not have, uh, and I think he's going to get uh, a lot better. I think he's going to get bigger and better. He's just over 21 years old and uh, was really like not in the spotlight until very recently. I think if, uh, if he had stayed one more year, he's a top 10 pick. So we're taking Anton Harrison. So you've got, you've got a 2019 first rounder in Jonah Williams, who was pissed that they signed uh, Orlando Brown Jr. You, you've signed. Oh, we'll be moving Jonah. Oh, okay. You got Lel Collins still. Yeah, so you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna slug him at the left tackle. Interesting. Anton Harris. No, we're gonna we'll, we'll. I'm gonna. This is my this is my new rule. Oh, we're gonna pick the best five offensive linemen. There's no, there's no. This is my spot or this is my place. We're gonna figure out who the best five offensive linemen are in whatever lineup it is. You know why? Because I'm sick of watching Andy Reid win 
Super Bowls. And that's how Andy Reid does it. Look at that. He goes in. You heard it. You heard a positionless basketball <laughs> now moving to the offensive line. It's what Andy Reid does. Love it. That will be the uh, right guard this game, and then he'll be uh, uh, left tackle next game. It it is it is truly the the best way of doing it because you all you don't have left tackle, right tackle, and then a swing. People can play multiple positions, and uh, if Orlando Brown doesn't like it, I will move him. Ooh, all right. I got I got no fucking loyalty. We got. One more year of cheap Joe Burrow, and we have got to win a Super Bowl. I like it. All right, Jim, you're on the clock with 29. A, a heated Bengals draft war room. Putting the war in war room. Yeah, just uh, don't you need a running back? Mm. Don't you? They they do. They need to. Yeah, I, I I do agree, though. They have an embarrassment of riches. And the offensive line, I I actually really thought you were going to go on the defensive side of the ball. Quite honestly, I was I was quite surprised by going with an offensive tackle and an and a and a tackle like that. Um, but hey, man, that's why we give you these jobs. It's your your position to to lose. Well, it comes to me now, and I'm working for the Saints. It's not very exciting to tell you the truth. I don't really have a lot of faith in this particular team. Um, but I will say that when defensive line is in need, um, I really like Elijah Cansey. So he's a little bit undersized, but he's fast. And I love like being able to just run right around offensive tackles and disrupt. Um, there obviously he's not this guy, but they do kind of compare him to an Aaron Donald type. And so, um, I think that's, just really exciting. Defensive tackle. Uh, I like to pick really short arms. I think that's the thing is, is they talk about it having really short arms. So when you're small. The T-Rex, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked up and I saw B had a smile on his face when I said short <laughs> arms. He's like, I got nothing on this guy, but I know I got this joke. And locked Scatter and work up. <laughs> and that was Brandon live in the field. Back to you, most awesome. <laughs> perfect but yeah i mean i do hear that the the aaron donald thing i just i just length is something obviously you can't teach but you got to be really fucking quick because offensive linemen are they're used to speed rushers from the inside so is he gonna have the power and speed to go along with it i don't know i thought about i thought about mozzie smith your michigan guy but like honestly i just like speed yeah i know you do you love speed all right B, you're on the clock. We shocked the world. We took B. John Robinson. You've you you've you've had to step in because me at at the GM at that position. I'm out, I'm having a smoke right now. It's a it's post coitus drafting smoke. Life is yeah. good. Robinson, uh, yeah. For some reason, we lost our train of thought. We accidentally didn't <laughs> see running backs as disposable creatures that they are. Um, but we can't change the past. But all we can do is move forward. We can think about that Super Bowl unable to stop the Kansas city chiefs at all realizing that even into that San Francisco game, we weren't really facing a quarterback. So we want to bone up that defense and really make it run at some championships and offensive offensively. We feel like we got that lockdown on a quarterback defensively. Let's grab a safety from Alabama. Brian nope. branch. It's already been taken. Sorry. Oh shit. 
Oh, is that the Bill Belichick one you took? That was the Bill Belichick. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. The buildup was great. The only way Bill Belichick can fuck with the Eagles these days. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, there. the Bengals drafted the wrong offensive lineman, and I totally fucked myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can't go back now. Can't go back. The card, they're, they're the card was in. I yeah. mean, the, you could if you wanted to go on the defensive side. Some one might say a Miles Murphy from Clemson, a, an Such edge rusher. You're saying for the Eagles? For the Eagles, yes. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, except <laughs> the defensive. Miles Murphy, great. Let's do it. Freak or athlete, 6'5", 278 pounds. Very, very Keon White's there. He had an incredible freshman season, then then dropped off. We're we're doing like, uh, do you know during the prices, right, when they turn around and they ask the crowd for like higher or lower prices? That's how the Eagles are drafting. They're just like, who? Miles Murphy. We're going to go with Miles Murphy, please. BJ Alawari. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Power. All right. There you go. Now you got to do, you got to stunt on the crowd here with the final pick. Here we go. The mass, the broke. If the, uh, if the, the dumbass fucking Bengals had drafted Osiris Torrance the way they were supposed to, instead of Anton Harrison, I'd be taking Anton Harrison right now to shore up my offensive line, but I'm not going to oh, take a guard. You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me if you don't take who I want. Well, Guess what? I ain't taking who you fucking want. Yeah, you who, dead. Wait, who, you dead, motherfucker. Yeah, you done. Uh, let's see. I was looking at. Uh, I like. I, I I was looking at Miles Murphy, but uh, he's gone. So then, what do we got? We yes. got a uh, little Will McDonald, the fourth little uh, edge. Call him an edge out of uh, Iowa State. But you know what? I know my defensive coordinator. He doesn't like those 230, 230 240 pound guys. I don't care how quick they are. You know what? I'm going to look a little closer to home. A little guy born and raised. He's already living in Kansas City. He ain't going to have to travel after the draft. He's going to be here every offseason. Mr. Feli Anudike Uzoma. Defensive end, Kansas State Wildcats. Let's go, baby. He's got incredible bend, which is what... Uh, our other defensive end, Furious George, does not have. So I got Furious George playing the tenacious, overpowering guys, and I have Feli Anudike Uzoma getting around the corner, taking on that left tackle with that that prime. I don't want to say Derek Thomas. I don't want to invoke him, but that uh, that superior bend that you that you look for that the elites like Von Miller have. Boom! Beautiful. Done. Nice. Jim, was that your guy? Was that the guy that you wanted, Jim? Uh, no, I, I'm just, can you scroll up? I just want to double check before I even say anything and look like an idiot to make sure that he's not taken, but I don't think Jameer Gibbs was taken. He was not. I was thinking about Jameer Gibbs, but I just, I think the main thing that stopped Jameer Gibbs from being drafted was being a fucking running back in the first yep. round. Yep. Yeah. I but I mean, he's, I think that's Jameer. what. Is that what you want? You to learn your lesson off of after I, I was gonna say Denver? after M E H. Okay, listen, the difference between C E H between meh and, and Jameer Gibbs is Jameer Gibbs could be a, a he's he's like a wide receiver out of the backfield. He's like he's more Alvin Kamara than he he's, is. He's more else. like Jarek McKinnon than C E H. 
right? Yeah, I, guess. I guess. Except but I get it. 2023 mock draft, guys. Thanks for listening. We took through the whole thing. We want to take thank our guest brothers booths. Yeah. Uh, stand up for this extended version. That was Thanks, a lot bros. of fun jumping in there. Thank you guys for all the time you did research. We'll post this up on our Instagram. If you guys have a couple more minutes, wouldn't be a MAB Sports podcast without a Neapolitan showdown. You guys being brothers, would you mind judging the Neapolitan showdown this week being the best things about having a brother? Would you guys mind judging that for us? I've been judging my brother my whole life. <laughs> All right, Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy, there ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. All right, guys. Best thing about having a brother, we have the brother's booth on here. Everybody has a brother. We figured what a great topic to jump on there with. Uh, so we'll fire it up real fast. I know we went uh, long. Thank you guys also for the patience, but that was completely worth it on that deep dive. And we'll get this out of the way. My number three spot, having a brother. Oh, we'll remind everybody real fast. I am an older brother of two. M.A. You're older a... brother. Uh, older brother of one. Oh, I'm an old brother of one. Yeah, I meant there's two of us. Yeah, older I was like, I was like, of, did you older brother of one by two years? Have you been holding out a brother? On <laughs> no, I said, I said, I said, you're okay, older brother. You're, you're, <laughs> okay, said, you, you're I okay. Thought you, I thought you came first. Uh, Joe, what are, what are you? I'm the youngest of six. And Jim? Um, I'm the fourth, but there's 10 years between my older brother and me. So, I'm it's like effectively kind of you're the, the oldest, yeah. I'm the oldest He's of this. Like, I'm the oldest of like 2.0. The sequel, yeah. Yeah, Round the second two, trilogy. Right I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm the Force Awakens. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's the diaphragm of Breakins. <laughs> uh, okay, so my number three spot. Uh, my number three spot right here was uh, for the third thing about having a brother um you get to like hone in on like your bullying your jokes just kind of all that stuff like you just literally especially as like an older brother you just have you have a practice session you can throw down and you can just like really kind of dial in a little bit of just you know who you're going to be out there in public just with your little brother and like test out things what works because uh yeah, it's just uh, it's a safe audience, so you get to kind of run that back the entire time. That's my number three spot. I love it. My number three is very similar to yours. I just had written down easy to manipulate. I had a younger <laughs> brother, six years younger than me. I could sit there and say like basically anything. Look, Beetlejuice could be real if you say it. <laughs> he might come, dude. You don't even know. That's true, and that was just entertainment by itself. Like, if you see entertainment on a Saturday, you're just like, I am going to try to convince him that, like, Bloody Mary's a real thing if he says it yeah, in the mirror. And, absolutely. like, that's how I'm going to spend my Saturday. Hey, do you want a piece of chocolate? Oh, don't eat that. That's actually cat shit. Don't eat that. Yeah. I don't know if that's manipulation or just cruel yeah. behavior. Well, I just have to ask, like, was it actually cat shit? It was cat shit. It was cat shit. It was cat shit. It's like, because now, like, you're gaslighting me. I'm just like, I don't know yeah. if I need it. Like, is it the cat <laughs> right. shit? Like, what? Look, that if I good. come to you with a chocolate in a napkin, it ain't yes. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> this chocolate's hot. Okay, gross. We don't do that here. All right, how do you, <laughs> how do you guys judge the number three? Joe, you go first. Oh, great. Um. Man, this is fucking tough. These are both such great answers. Um, 
bullying, insults, manipulation, torturous humor. God, it's really it's a real toss up for me, but I got to give you both negative fifteen thousand points. Go fuck yourself. Oh, uh, I forgot you're the youngest brother. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's gonna be perfect. Uh, yeah, the best part. Oh, it's so good. Trust me, it's gonna get a lot worse from here. Okay, listen, oh, there's such great answers. Both of them, I can't really decide. I have to give you both 15,000 positive points. <laughs> Thank you. We're, we're perfect. Perfect. A dead heat at zero. Uh, my number two, uh, someone to face off with, like one-on-one basketball, Tecmo Bowl, Ooh, like good one. anything you wanted to play, like you had, you know, you had like, you don't have to do the thing where, you know, you're trying to play chess by yourself. Like if you want to get a new board game, Magic the Gathering, like roof football you know throw the football up on the roof catch it but one-on-one like everything was on the table in competition just solid i love i love that that's a that's a very good answer my brother was six years younger so the video games basketball all that was off the table tilted yeah you you just you trucked need him in the backyard like now you <laughs> yeah. try to tackle me that's like, the, like, exactly exactly this is every, this is what number everything two is. had a line of just like most awesome minus two thousand in whatever the competition was, was yeah exactly like, yeah i'm starting like unless it's hole. fit through the doggy door <laughs> but right but number two little brothers are great for doing sick wwf moves on i'm talking <laughs> the hogan the hogan yep. leg drop the big ultimate, leg. ultimate warrior shoulder press drop just fucking yep. coming down on it i'll hit you with a two by four like hacksaw jim duggan <laughs> i don't give a shit you're my little brother you're gonna eat it and yep. take it uh how do you guys judge it jim your turn go okay first. i'll go first this time um i really like brandon's here um and uh in the spirit of the best game to play that you need brothers for 500 i'm giving him 500 points 500 is great 500 is a great game do you get 50 off the bounce i don't know that's a (laughs) those are those are individual block rules you know what's great though the older brother gets to call if you do or not he's setting the rules yeah yep uh i gotta say we had a trampoline growing up and the number of flying elbows, the number of Jimmy Superfly Snookas, the, I mean, the macho man, the big knee. Oh my God. I gotta, I gotta give it to Paul. And in the spirit of the million dollar man, I gotta give him 500 points. Mr. Perfect, I just spit gum and smack <laughs> it into the fucking third row. What was it, the Bushwhackers? The Bushwhackers! Oh, yeah. Licking One of my armpits. favorite things I've ever owned in my life. I don't know how I found it, but my my senior year of high school, I found uh, a notepad that was uh, that was the Bushwhackers licensed notepad, and I, I I I only broke it out for special occasions because it just had those two fucking guys, the most ridiculous guys in the world. Just like, but imagine if you had like a notepad right now. And you mm. pulled it out in the middle of a work meeting with a giant <laughs> picture of the Bushwhackers in the lower right-hand corner. Everybody, you're just like, oh my god, I don't know what you're oh writing, god. but I love it. I'm in. Yeah, I saw okay. Jim Dugan. He just carried. I saw Jim Dugan. Four. I waited on Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> really? These uh, guys, all, these guys all were there on January 6th. I guarantee it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, the top spot sounds like we still have a dead heat. Um, all right, my top spot is just it's a link to the past. Like it's someone. There is like one person or depending on the number of siblings that have seen you from Jump Street. And that's just kind of 
as we get older, it's just kind of like a wild thing to think about, like just to have, you know, like somebody that's there like around like where you're like six years old, four year old, that just kind of gets the entire journey. Just wow, yeah. that's what you get. I, yeah. It's that thing that our parents told us that we would appreciate when we got older. They were just like, shut the fuck up. I got this guy in a headlock and I'm not going to let the sleeper hold off. But it's just like, yeah, it's like a legit, like that's my, that's my one spot. It's Survivor Series, mom. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I cannot up. let go. Exactly. You had to go all it's super slam. Nice. <laughs> I did. I did. You had to go all sweet and nice. My number one is, is they'll do and get things for you. Like you can just be like, mm-hmm. Hey, go give me this. I could run them all over. Give me a soda. Give me this. Like they were just, they had to do what I said. I used like, imagine solid. living with like a miniature Butler, a little Mr. <laughs> Belvedere that could just do, couldn't do anything. Cause I could physically overpower you. Yeah. That's Until great. I couldn't. Yeah. I'll say you, All gentlemen. Right. How you guys call it? Oh, uh, God. Okay. Well, uh, it sounds very convenient. Sounds like a, a little Postmates built in. <laughs> Running the 7 Eleven for you. So I'm going to give uh, Paul 711 points. Uh, Brandon, hindsight is 2020. There you go. 2020 points. Uh, but I just, you know, you know, I'm a sentimentalist. I like that. I like, I like keeping it real on the last one. But I'll yeah. say this. If you're a younger brother, brothers on a link to the past, they're a map of the future. I know what I'm going to look like at every age, depending on diet and lifestyle. Like, this is what I look like if I eat cheese. This is what I look like if I if I go running. Like, I get, I don't really need to go to the doctor. I just got, I got five people doing it in front of me. Yeah. I need angioplasty. You literally have, like, your own creative player right there. Like, okay, that's what that skin looks like? Sure, perfect. <laughs> I it's hope like I'm the, running the history of man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get too sentimental here, but um, I'm giving uh, Brandon one point and Paul zero because listen, as you get older, friends come and go, but like there are references that are lost in the ether that if you do not have a, a sibling, they're just gone. You're, you're sitting there alone with your memories. You have a sibling, those you, you're tethered to them. Remember when this happened. Remember this quote from this movie. Remember when no, we found Three Ways Volume 4 on VHS in our brother's closet? Remember that? <laughs> those were the days. It's perfect. See, you guys started battling about just the, the picks, and now like you guys are going to, we're going to end yeah. this pie. You guys are going to call each other. Gonna oh, we were out, yelling at each other on the phone. House together. It'd be awesome. <laughs> you got MAB potted. Boom. Um, all right. That's winner, Brandana. MVPs of the week real fast. Uh, we'll throw it if you guys want one. I'm going to give mine to the Sacramento Kings. That's right. Like that beam, baby. <laughs> We're talking a lot of shit. Uh, even the second game, three-point underdogs at home. No respect for those Kings. Uh, trying to make a little run. And now people are talking Kings. Hashtag sweep? Question mark? I don't Ooh. know. We'll see. But have to see how that little uh, – put some Mabby dollars on the Kings win the championship. Have to see how that's maturing in the old bank account eventually. Percolating. That. Who's your MVP most awesome? Uh, I'll go with the two guests on the pod, Jim and Joe, coming mm-hmm. on there. Thanks, fellas. It was good. I really appreciate you guys putting in the work, trying to figure out the likes. best trades. Thank you. We'll run it back again next year. We'll have to well, – got to pay off that Chiefs first-rounder, Joe. Oh, I know. So that's, oh, that's true. You know what? Our trades stay. Yeah, so if there's any if there's any way we fucking remember that, like hats off. We're all the MVPs next yeah, year. Yet another exactly. trade to track. 
Uh, guys, this has been MAB Sports Podcast, episode 261. Mab League coming up. Follow it on Instagram. That'll be coming up. We'll have the draft, and you will see it on – we'll be doing those on Twitch. MAB and myself back in the announcer's booth bringing that to you guys. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, did you hear that little kuma kumbaka? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Ah, couldn't do Perfect. it. I'm tired. It's fucking eleven thirty. <laughs> Guys, I was right, trying bro. to make a pun of kumbaya. I couldn't get oh, it yeah. out. We got it. it kumbaya mab. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion. Uh.